thing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to My Wife, She Loves That Reprise Cast, a podcast that's just about tying up all the loose ends. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. Got Luke with us. Now, we took a long break from Columbo. We did. So, I don't remember every single episode super clearly. But is this the single stupidest murderer we've seen so far? Ooh. I I definitely don't think so. I think so for for one reason. He hired Columbo to investigate his crime. Yeah. Yeah. He is the one man who should know better. Oh, but you know who else hired Columbo? Who? Robert Culp. Yeah, but he's not the commissioner of the police. He's not looking every month as Columbo nails another rich dipshit that thought they had a perfect murder. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. This guy's job is to read about how good Columbo is, and he hires Columbo. He wanted the best. That is a good point. That is a good point. He was like, dude, if if Columbo can't figure it out, I'm good. I'm set. <laughs> Life's, it's easy from here. I can murder anyone. Right. Well, it doesn't work for any of them, but it might just work for me. It might just work yeah, exactly. for me. <laughs> exactly. Well, he's also just like, well, I'm Columbo's <laughs> boss, so if I tell him that I didn't do it. Right. Yeah, he's sure. not allowed to question me. I really, he doesn't, like, abuse his authority over Columbo as much as I thought he would. He, um, he tried to. He tried. It just didn't go great for him. (laughs) Well, then Columbo just ignores him. (laughs) Ignores him and then uses it to trap him. Yeah, uh, yeah, also that. Yes. I like that Columbo has a separate trap that he just never bothers to spring because he doesn't need to. Like, he never uses the fact that all the stolen jewelry is fake. I know. I'm, I'm like, dude, you could have... Ra- okay, listen. Luke, what have you done this week? <laughs> God, what have I done this week? Uh, we're back on Eidolon, so I've got to get back in the swing of editing. I hate Ooh, that for me. Yeah, no, I hated that for me last week. Yeah, it's no good. It's no fun. It's the, it's the boring, sad part. It's about the boring... Having, but then you release the episodes, and it's good part again. It's the boring, sad part of having an award-winning podcast. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's just... The, just It's so... We're so back, it's so over, but just as the edit schedule. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right now I'm in, it's so over. Uh, I'm so back because I don't have to edit this weekend, but I probably should, given what happened when the last time we recorded, just based on technical issues. Wait, do we have to I probably issues? should. Chris, Crystal's Audacity crashed three separate times. Right, that did happen, I forgot. Yeah, so I'm going to have a, yeah. a fun edit, I think. Right, right. okay. Uh, I have, I need to get editing because I gave myself uh, a, an actual sort of technical editing job to do on this episode. I was literally going to ask you this morning if you had started on it yet, no. uh, but that seemed rude. I have six days still. You have much less than six days. I know your schedule. You have way less than six days. What are you talking about? I have six days. And how many of those are doing other podcasts? <laughs> that takes an hour or two at most. Okay. Hey, I mean, go get him, bud. <laughs> I do not envy the decision you've made. That's all. <laughs> I'll probably start it tonight. Maybe. We'll see how I'm feeling. <laughs> Listen, I'm committing right now. I will not start it Sunday night. <laughs> yes, I mean, yes, you would not finish. <laughs> Which is better than I usually am. That is true. Uh. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, what else have I actually done for fun? I did... 
I did load up Baldur's Gate again. I just I, I want to like it. I know yeah. that I don't, but I want to. Yeah. 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 In part because I paid, you know, 60 American dollars for it. I think you've gotten quite some time out of those 60 American dollars though. Not really. <laughs> How long have you played it? I don't know, maybe uh, what's what's my time on Steam? Like I think I've left it running a couple times, so that's not going to be accurate, but at least it ballparks us. Uh it says uh well, it won't tell me. Why doesn't it say? It's it's like where that would normally be, it just has the update queue. Oh well, Ripperoni. You're never yep. playing that game again. <laughs> I'm queuing the update right now. No, uh oh, 28 hours. But again, that's, I think at least 10 of that is idle time. That's less than five bucks an hour, my friend. I guess so. I just, anytime I'm like talking to people and like, tell me what your fucking weird fantasy deal is. Let me run, let me roll a, a skill check to see if I can be your buddy or trick you into a lie. That's fun. I like that part. And then they make me like fight some goblins and I'm like, oh, is there a no thank you button? Can I click a no thank you button? No, you gotta kill the goblins. This this restaurant, it's got, like, great dessert. Honestly, the salad, pretty good. None of the entrees are any good at all. But, ooh, that salad. <laughs> yeah, it's not enough, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe once I level up one more time, I'll have more skills, and the combat will be fun for me then. Yeah, Hasn't I don't happened so. yet, but... I don't think so. As someone who is currently playing a 5e D&D game... Yeah. 5e combat is not fun. <laughs> it's just... I, I, I'm I not even going to go as hard as to say it's bad or whatever, because I don't go here. I don't like Dungeons & Dragons. I'm not the person to judge it. I just don't really... I don't want a tactics game out of this, and unfortunately, I think that's mainly what D&D is. That's what D&D is, yes. Yeah. yeah. The, almost explicitly what D&D is. Can, can we mod it to make it like Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced Combat? No. <laughs> Leave everything else the same. Now, what you have just done yeah. is what everyone else has done, which is like, well, what if I just took D&D and made it a little bit different? Right, I think what I just described is Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you could just play that. Maybe I should play Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. You could. Hmm. It's available. It's available. Um, it's free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like, oh, right, that was the big gaming thing I did. I finally fucking beat a round of Hitman, uh, Hitman Freelancer all the way. Hey! Hey. hey! Nice. That's that fucking is, hard. It, it's hard. Uh, that mode is really cool. I will say, I, having done the whole thing now, it is a little bit of a bummer to me that the best, the smartest play is just to ignore all the side objectives that make it like flavorful. Oh man! Because <laughs> they're just unnecessary yeah. risk. Yeah, they're either they freebies you'll get just doing what you do, or it's like why go out of your way? Just get the kill and get out. Uh, that said, I did unlock hardcore mode now, which makes it so that every mission you have to complete the uh, prestige objective, the like hard one, Ooh. or it doesn't count. And uh, sometimes they don't give you an easy prestige objective to do. Right? Yeah. No, those are hard. Yeah, because there's they sh- sometimes it'll be like <laughs> get silent assassin rank, and that's probably the easiest one they give you. Yes. Or, like, blow up a safe with an explosive. Um, And, like, sure, fine. But then it'll be stuff like, uh, you have to change outfits every two minutes or you fail. Right. (laughs) That's a lot of outfit changing, guys. Well, yeah. 
I was gonna ask specific questions about the outfit objective, but like you don't have that on hand. Oh, what were you gonna? Uh, like, can you switch back to old ones? Yeah, I think you can. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, okay. That's less less crazy than I was thinking. Less, but, but still it's not still, fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like you know, you have to get into a hiding space once every two minutes. Like, get into a locker or something. Right. Yeah. Um, or stuff like uh, like kill your target with a legendary weapon. Which are extremely expensive and basically never drop uh, randomly. Yeah. And if you die on the mission, you lose it forever. <laughs> yes, that's the part that I was like, well, I guess I kind of just don't like this part of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I understand that's part of the thing is that it's like a roguelike mode, but like, at I the same say, time. They clearly balance some of those, like, especially like the legendary weapon prices. They are balancing that for people that can beat multiple campaigns because you get a shitload of money when you finish a campaign oh okay yeah because i that was not you get like fifty thousand murder murder bucks once you finish a campaign yeah 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 now that's still not quite enough to afford some of those weapons but you know but you know with your with your savings right and the idea is if you could go like beat you know two or three of them then you're rolling in money um yeah so I've not... The other thing is that once you do uh, switch to hardcore mode, you, like... I forget if it's... No, it's a, in hardcore mode, if you die, you lose all of your money instead of half of it. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's no. real nasty. No thanks. That's okay. <laughs> no thank you. Yeah, I have not been brave enough to try yet. Um, I was, uh, Molly, you were talking about MGS3, uh, last week. I was. And then that made me start thinking about Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, which made me think of the character from that game, Dr. Strangelove, which then made me right. go watch Dr. Strangelove. Watch Dr. Strangelove, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, that movie's pretty good. It is. Oh, I, I like it. I was watching that movie and I was kind of, you know, I was smirking. I was chuckling at a lot of it. And then there's, like, a sequence near the end that made me, like, like start sobbing with laughter. And I no one ever quotes that part, and I don't know why. Uh, like, Molly, you, I assume you have not seen this movie. I have not seen this movie, no. Yeah. You, you know the basic, what it's about, I think, right? No, I do not. Okay. It's basically, like, uh, an army general kind of goes crazy and decides to launch an all-out nuclear attack against Russia without any permission. Okay, yeah, I knew it was about nukes, but, like... Yeah. And the whole, like, you know, black comedy of it is that there's so much bureaucracy involved in that system that they can't call the planes back in time. Because, like, there's right. so many safeguards that when you override them like that, like, we can't, like, move it's fast enough to, to do undo. anything about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, it famously opens up with, like, the United States Air Force swears this can't happen when it <laughs> totally could. Well, yeah, no, the, yeah, the title card is like, the, it's the position of the United States Air Force that this could never happen in real life. Now, here's a whole movie about how stupid the Air Force is. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I, there was, like, later admission that, like, yeah, we, that we had to, like, fix all of our shit. Right. Because <laughs> the idea is that once the planes get the go order, they have to, like, shut down their radios because they don't want to risk Russians sending them fake orders telling them to stop. Right. Yeah, because, yeah, it's there's a, it's a whole thing where yeah. how this guy went over the president's head. Yeah. But, like, the whole thing, like, the only way to stop it efficiently is this general 
and this general alone knows a like three digit code he can transmit them to stop it. And he ends up killing himself when it seems like they're going to catch him because he doesn't want to give it up under torture. Uh, and one guy like cracks it. He like he's, he's had to spend the whole like movie with the general, and he figures out what it's supposed to be. And another soldier is going to arrest him, and he like eventually talks. Let me get on the phone and talk to the president and give him this code so we don't all die, please. And then like the, the, he goes into a payphone. And he doesn't have enough change for the phone, and the, uh, the guy arresting him doesn't have the spare change. So he tells him to go <laughs> like, shoot up. <laughs> go ahead, Ashley. Do you, th- do you think that I would carry change into an active battlefield? <laughs> right. right. So like, Listen, there's a vending machine over there. Go shoot it open and get the money. And he looks over and he goes, that's private property. I can't do that. <laughs> He's like, God damn it. We're all going to die. Please just do it. Jesus. He's like, all right. I'll get you your money. But you know what's going to happen if you don't get in touch with the president? You're going to have to answer the Coca-Cola Corporation. (laughs) (laughs) That seems really great also because he kept on saying the word prevert. Yeah, he said, I think you're some kind of prevert. (laughs) And you and your perversion. (laughs) Like everybody always quotes like the precious bodily fluid stuff or the like no fighting in the war room. But the Coca-Cola bit is the funniest thing in that movie to me. I, I stay, my favorite line from it is uh, either, but will see the big board. The, that part's good, too. How proud he is of his big board. And, like, how he does, like, a full-on tumble before he does that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Or hit the president on the phone with the Russian president. Yeah. Well, I'm very upset, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, you're more upset, but I'm still upset. Or, yeah, uh, Dr. Strangelove explaining the Russians' doomsday device that will kill all life on Earth if they get nuked. And he's, like, you know, giving this very serious presentation of it, and it cuts over to the general being like, Boy, I sure wish we had one of those doomsday devices. (laughs) It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Anyway, that's me. All right, Ashley? Uh, I watched two movies. I watched uh, One Car Wise In the Mood for Love. Yeah. Uh, and I liked it a lot, but I could t- it was one of those things where I could tell that, like, there are people who like this on a level just above me. Sure. Where this, like, just connects with them in such a way that, like, oh, 10 out of 10, you know, 1 million out of 10, one of the best. Right, right. Uh, I think it's one of the most beautiful movies ever shot. It's just incredible. Uh, and yeah, it was one of those ones I, I knew nothing going into it other than like somewhat romance just because of the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really good. It's really, really good. Uh, but yeah, it, it didn't connect to me on the emotional level. I think it connected with a lot of people. Yeah, that's uh, fair. And then I watched Blade Runner. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Blade Runner, Luke? Yeah, I've seen Blade Runner multiple times. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I asked online what the what cut to watch. Right, and the answer is they're like they're all basically the same except for the theatrical cut. They all like add a little or subtract a little, but it's yeah, they're all basically fine. Yeah, I I rented a Blu-ray that had all of the cuts. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so. Everyone was instantly like, just not the theatrical cut. And I was like, all right, 
theatrical cut. Got it. <laughs> Did you watch the theatrical cut? No. Do you know? You know what the deal is with it? I assume. I, I I'd heard that they, you know was a lot of narration added onto it. So yeah, the studio thought the movie was too hard to follow, and they made them add voiceover. And Harrison yeah. Ford thought that was stupid, so he deliberately did such a bad job that they couldn't possibly use his material, and then they used it anyway. Yeah, and I, I read what the, like, how they twist the ending on that, and I was like, god damn, lol. <laughs> um, I think they kind of forgot to put a story in that movie. It is a very, like, moody movie. It's more just, it's, like, it's it's kind of slow and kind of sleepy... Yeah, as I talked to my dad about it, uh, and he was like, it's very much a vibes movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and listen, listen, the vibes are good. Yeah. Well, uh, they're Rector not, though. Ha- they're bad, but they're oh, good. They're bad. Bad. I mean, they're bad, but they're good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rutger Hauer is great. Yep. Uh, his eyes are incredible in that movie. Yeah. Uh, I I cheered when uh, James Hong showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it's one of those things where I, I just so much of the things that I love are inspired by that. Yeah, that it's kind of hard to approach it. You know, on a on a blank slate kind of thing. Right. Totally. I assume you haven't seen Twenty Forty Nine. No. Um. And also, I know like there's like that whole big theory that everyone talks about. Yeah. And if I did not know that it was a thing, I don't think I would ever have taken that from the movie. <laughs> so that's one of those things where that becomes yeah. more or less clear depending on which cut you watch. So okay. cuts of those movie, it's not a theory. It's just what happens. All right. Uh, yeah, because, yeah, I watched the final cut and I heard that it was a thing that Ridley Scott, like, just kind of came up with after they had finished the movie. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think it's kind of, I think that theory's dumb. I don't remember what fucking, which ones are which. Does yours have the unicorn dream in it? Yes. Okay, and did it have the, the origami unicorn at the end? Yeah. So the idea is he wouldn't know to make the origami unicorn unless, like, Harrison Ford yeah. has implanted memories or whatever. I, I, yeah, I, I, like, looking back can see that, but, yeah. like... It also kind of doesn't matter. Like, he is... Like, the whole point is that, like, humanity is, like, being devalued anyway. Like, it doesn't matter whether he's literally an android. Yeah. I mean, also, like, it just seems like it makes more, like, thematic sense if the ro- if all of the robots are shown to be extremely emotional and, like, capable of love. And then, like, our main human protagonist is this bland, emotionless dude. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 2049... Leans real hard on that being how, what it's about. Alright. I guess I shouldn't spoil that movie here, but we can talk about it later if you want to. I don't know, maybe, you, maybe you're maybe you going to watch it. I, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I watched both of those. Uh, felt like there was something else I was going to talk about, but I can't remember it right now. I will. Gaming at all? Uh, gaming, like, I, I think I played some more Sea of Thieves just to finish up that, uh, season. I downloaded the demo for Summer Home, which was, like, a little, like, uh, not like a city builder, but, like, a 
just kind of like a home builder toy where you just kind of get like a nice uh, view of like a street or like a hill and then you just kind of build a little house on it by like picking various things. Okay. Oh, I remember. Uh, I also got the news that one of my my fave wrestlers going to retire so this year. So socks. Yeah. Well, which uh, one? So, uh, Daniel Macabe. So okay. I'm, I'm bummed about that. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to someone at work about wrestling, and he's like, "Oh, like what wrestlers do you like?" And I'm like, "Well, it's been a rough couple of years for Ashley." Uh huh. Uh, and I like listed out all of my faves, and he's like, "Yeah, that seems bad. <laughs> it seems like you've had a rough time." Uh, but yeah, Molly. God, what have I been doing? Have I done anything? Uh, I started playing. Um, I'm waiting for this. Oh, I. Sorry, I also just remembered another quick thing. Sure. Uh, I watched the Delicious in Dungeon, the first episode of that. Uh, yeah, you know the lo- the oh, long awaited yeah, anime. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun time. Cute little show. Yeah, I, I like that they they did uh, one of my favorite jokes from the manga pretty well. Yeah, I like that when they zoom into her disturbed face, they didn't like redraw the frame, so it's a little low resolution. That makes it a lot funnier to me. Yes. Everyone in that show is, are, are, is a weird little guy. Yeah. Including her, even though she doesn't want to be. Right. <laughs> Alright. Molly. Uh, I started replaying uh, Final Fantasy or-, or... What is it? What the fuck is it called? Final Fantasy Origin Stranger of Paradise? Yeah. Final Fantasy Chaos. Yeah. Yeah, the one where you kill chaos. Right. Um, I've heard of this one. It's pretty good. You do Have it your way. Uh, I was watching Pris play it, and I was like, I could fucking play that again, and I, so I did. <laughs> and so you did. Um, yeah, that game's a pretty fun time. I um, I forgot. You have to level a lot of jobs in that game, and I forgot how long that took. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, Pris, uh, s- smartly, leveled all her jobs before she really started playing the story. Oh, sure. Um, so she didn't have to think about it. I, dumb guy, did not do this. So I'm like, damn, kind of low level right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I think is probably like, it's probably the intended way to play the video game, but it would be nice to just have all the shit. Be pretty cool. I don't know. Um, and there's too much loot in that game. There's so much loot in that game. Um, that's mostly pretty good. Uh, I, I mostly watch a lot of basketball. Me and Pris have been hooping. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I, it's not. It, there's there's nothing for you to to engage with on this. I realize <laughs> I'm not. I'm on the wrong podcast to talk about sports. I thought you were gonna say you know it's no baseball, but you know I'll take what I can get. Well, it is no baseball, but I got two more months of no baseball. So yeah. Spring training coming up. Listen, I, you know, we've well established I'm not a sports person. Baseball probably is my, like, favorite of the ones I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I was going to like one of them, it would be baseball. <laughs> if you want to ask, I'm right here, but <laughs> I don't think you do. Yeah. Like, 
I, I think I am like to- totally the opposite. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, out of all of the sports I wa- I've watched, I think like baseball is my least favorite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, listen, I know. I'm yeah. not. I'm just uh, waiting for things to happen here. Yeah. Right. Also, um, part but of it's probably pretty fun. Baseball is the only one I've gone to a game in person for, so maybe that's part of why I have that feeling. Maybe, yeah. Uh, basketball game's cool to go to. I've, I've been to exactly one, so yeah, I can really I can see only basketball talk being about a lot of fun. Football seems fucking miserable to watch live. I, I've said this before. I don't know how people watch football. I don't get it. Football I do not sucks to watch it. on TV. Yeah, like, I, I just don't. I'll watch, like, highlights here and there, but, like, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know how you sit down and watch a fucking football game. Don't make like, any I guess, sense to me. I guess baseball also has the thing of, like, it has to, like, reset and set up after every play, but, like, it's... I mean, not really. It's half it doesn't as take many that people. long. Yeah, it's so it's not many people, and they're all in, like, one station. It's not... You just get the... You just gotta throw the ball back to the pitcher. Right, right. <coughs> yeah, so... um, Yeah, I mean, I really am waiting for <laughs> fucking baseball to start back up. Yeah. Uh, but also, I've been playing mostly Grand Blue... Uh, this week, so I don't have a ton to talk about. It's sure. it's Grand Blue time. It's Unite and Fight time. It's Unite and Fight time against against all uh, wishes of mine. It's Unite yeah. and Fight time. I definitely remember, like a year ago, you'd be like, "I think I'm probably done playing Grand Blue." Yeah, that happens every year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they're like, "Hey, we got free rolls for you," and I'm like, "You know what? You got me, you guys. I'm coming back. <laughs> you see sons of bitches, I'm back. <laughs> ah, you got me." Was it? Were you already in in the Grand Blue Mines, or was it playing the fighting game reminded you of all your best friends and you needed to go see them again? Oh no! I mean, like even when I'm not really playing Grand Blue, I'll still log into it every day. Just it's open in my browser on my phone. Okay, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just like if I open my phone browser, it's probably the thing that was last on my screen. So sure. I, you know, um, I still look at it even if I'm not really playing it. Yeah. Um, there's. I go through cycles of being like, oh, yeah, I could fill time by just grinding stuff and watching a basketball game or whatever, um, because it's all just repeating quests and getting items to get more items, you know? Right. To build weapons, to make your guys stronger, so you could go get different weapons. Right. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, it's a good time. The, the fighting game's still fun. I keep thinking, like, I, should, I need to actually play that fucking game, and I'm not. Yeah. I just uh, have not been fighting game brained this week. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I haven't really had time to do much fighting fighting game. Although yeah, I was after... also spending a lot of time this weekend editing uh, Ska. Yeah. yeah, I think we both kind of need to get back into. We've let that muscle atrophy a little. Yep. So we gotta kind of. Yep. It's taking us both a lot longer than it used to. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to talk about how long Scott twenty six took me. <laughs> it took me way longer than it really should have. Yeah. But that's brains, you know? Yep. Um, anyway. Uh, Columbo? Columbo. Columbo. We watched Season 3, Episode 8 of Friend Indeed. I'm just gonna, real quick, real quick punch up for you guys. Friend in Dead. Come on. Oh. Yeah, but the friend's not dead. Yeah, but they're a friend, a friend in, death? in dead. A friend in death? I guess, yeah. But, but, but they then also you don't did... get the pun anymore. Right. Yeah, they did the same deed, though. I'll bet you they had this exact same argument in the writer's room. <laughs> a friend in deeds. Yeah, probably. Or this guy just showed up one day and he's like, I got the script. Either run it or you don't. Right. Uh, uh, I'll say yeah. that this episode was, ac- was actually released theatrically in Europe. 
Interesting. I mean, I will say, out of all the Columbos I've watched, this one maybe feels the most like a movie. Yeah, it definitely... There's a lot of, like, acting going on in this one. Yeah, there's some fucking acting, and also there's, like, enough moving parts. Like... Yeah. They show... Like, they show you the other thief so early. Yeah, And then they wait yeah. so long to get back to... Yeah, I just... I, I, this is a very well-put-together episode. I yeah, I definitely think there's some fat on it, like there's in every Columbo. I don't know if we need the scene of him trying to get somebody to give him a jump on his car. No, we do. No, we do. No, we no, do. We do. <laughs> okay, I don't know how to tell which scenes of Columbo fucking around you like and which ones you don't, Molly, because... Okay, <laughs> the ones I like... Okay, you ready? Yeah. The ones I like is where Peter Falk is on my screen and no one is saying anything and something stupid is happening. Okay. The ones I don't like are the ones where someone is trying to sell him something. So you don't like the jewelry scene? Uh, no, not, well, that one actually, like, pertains to the case, at least. <laughs> I'm talking about when he's trying to get his watch strap replaced before the main guy will see him. Oh, yeah, I mean, I did, I, listen, I was looking at my phone for that part because it wasn't relevant. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But, yeah, but no, like, it, in theory, no, I don't like that part, but it's, I feel like that scene didn't last that long. It was mostly just the one joke, right? Yeah, pretty much. See, I feel yeah. I I think I might be the opposite of you because I like it better when Columbo has to deal with someone who's like not being enough of an asshole that he can just like get away from them, but also they're like being a problem that he has to deal with. I do think it's funny. Like the in concept, yes, and then every time I watch one, I'm like, why are we doing this? <laughs> And then Columbo can't start his car. And I'm like, this is the best show in history, actually. Yeah, see, like, I was into the funeral home director last time. No, I didn't like that guy. I don't yeah. know. We have opposite wasting my time brain. We do. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I also just love that it looks like they actually just shot Pierre Falk while, like, running around chasing after cars. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. <laughs> that's also the thing. The number of times he tries to pull the lid up without realizing he's got to press the little tabby on the inside to make the hood come <laughs> up <laughs> just made me laugh. <laughs> uh, so this episode, I think, is notable also because it we have a murder right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. There's no build up to the murder. It's all yeah. The someone up. is dead. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually not. Uh, the person that our, like, villain ha- will kill. Yeah, this. this actually isn't the murder of the episode in some ways. It's just a murder. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was, I read the description of this episode on Peacock, and it was like, oh, uh, a man forces his friend to help him cover up a murder. And then I'm watching this beginning, I'm like, that is not what happens in this episode. This guy is all game to help him cover the, oh, I see. Oh, oh I, I see. see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, so... You know, the reason they did that is because this crying man could not sustain a full Columbo episode. He would break down in 10 minutes if he was the suspect. Yeah, yeah. He could not stand the withering gaze of Columbo for any longer than he's forced to. Yeah, no. He almost gives it up immediately. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, this guy is, like, basically throughout the entire thing is like, I should probably have just told. (laughs) I should probably just admitted it. Uh, But, uh, yeah, he got in a fight with his wife and strangled her. Apparently. By the time I knew what I was doing, she was already dead. I'm like, you're so full of shit, dude. <laughs> All right, whatever, man. What a- yeah. This is this is what men who kill their wives sound like, apparently. Whatever, Leland Palmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dance with me. Shut up. Bob did it, not me. Loser. Uh, yeah, this is Hugh Caldwell, and he 
starts calling for uh, Mark, ha- uh, for Mark, who is the uh, junior commissioner of the police. Yes. Because uh, Columbus decided, what if the police were bad? This one episode considers one. maybe some some police might be bad. I was shocked when they had the racist cop bit towards I the was, end. Yeah, I was like, whoa, since when does Columbo know that racism exists? Right, like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, Hugh uh, is looking for Mark. He calls his house first. Um, it, the guy's wife, is her name Melanie? It's not Melanie, is yeah. it? Is it Melanie? Uh, dead, dead wife number two. Margaret. Margaret. It's Margaret. Um, Margaret lets him know, no, he's probably down at the club. It's club night. Uh, that always comes after Monday. It's Tuesday. That's how I know it's club night. And he's like, okay, well, I'll go find him there. Uh, you know, we see the dead woman. That's what's revealed that he is, has a dead woman in his off in his house. Yes. So he, uh, packs all the stuff up and then leaves for the club, uh, where Mark is. And, uh, I gotta say. (laughs) <laughs> this guy they the should arrest this guy just based on this look <laughs> the swagger in this scene alone where he just ruins fake uh fucking who was the guy that was on the show the leslie, leslie nielsen? nielsen yeah leslie nielsen he's fucking just running this fake leslie nielsen out the door for thirty two hundred dollars on dice <laughs> he looks he, like I, I, he just needs a little headband with horns on it to be the devil. Yeah, rules. Yes. He's just got like a tight suit, a goatee, a widow's peak. And he's loving how evil he is. He's like, has some lady over his shoulder that he's kissing her hand every so often and drinking scotch. Yeah. Yeah. We also, they don't tell us who this guy is for a pretty long time. Like, yes. it's a little bit of like an early twist that this guy's the commissioner of the police. Yes. So he's, yeah, he's at the club. Hugh pulls him away and explains the situation. And then um, Mark is like, are you, listen, are you sure? Like, are you sure she's dead? And she's like, and he's like, yeah, I really thought she was going to go see someone tonight, so I was accusing her of cheating on me, and then she came at me, and I just grabbed her throat without realizing. I'm like, oh, okay, bud. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, I, I listen, I didn't know what I was doing. I should go to the cops. And um, he's like, uh, no, I don't think you're going to the cops. Uh, I think, listen, you go to the other bar, call me at about 1030, make sure they hear you. Uh, I'll be at your place. I love later on when this guy's like, oh, geez, I should have just gone to the police in the first place. And Mark just tells him, you did come to the police, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that line fucking whips, dude. Yeah. I feel like it's been a while since we've had, like, a Columbo villain who is just full evil. Yeah. Yeah. Who is, like, there is nothing, like, noble or sympathetic about this guy at all. No, he's just a rancid piece of shit. Right. And he he's wants like, to kill his wife because she donates too much to charity. Right. right but the, what uh, uh, Hugh does not know is that Mark has been itching for an opportunity to kill his <laughs> wife, and he's finally given him one. Uh, yeah, so Mark goes in and does a whole fake robbery. Yeah, yeah, we've seen yes. it a million times in this show. Yeah, you just got to toss everything out everywhere. Yeah, it dresses her up in a nightgown. Yeah. yeah, from the closet. Specifically from the closet. 
Right, because where else would a normal person keep their nightgown? <laughs> well, obviously, Luke, as we all know, that belongs under the pillow. <laughs> what? That's crazy. Who would put it there? I Got me. I don't know. This lady, I guess. Was this a thing people did at one point? Or is this them inventing a reason that, for this guy to fuck up? I don't know. Um, I would believe it. Yeah, like, it, it seems it's like, like something a 70s housewife might do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I just uh, looked up, and apparently it, it was someone saying, uh, like, oh, does anyone else do... Like, I've always done this. Do you do it? And there were replies of people saying it. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. Maybe it was one of those etiquette things. Right. That I just that we don't know anything about because people stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. When I get out of bed, I throw my pajamas on the bed. Sure. Yeah. Like, this is just the this is just the cleanliness version of that, I guess. Right. Yeah. Apparently, it's like, oh, if you could reuse this nightgown for the next night, you just fold it up and put it under your pillow. I, I guess that does it... make more sense than my strategy of just throwing it on the floor. <laughs> so you know what? Yeah. Fair play. I just throw it on the bed where I was sleeping. Just toss it behind the door so no one sees it if they open the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for, you know, do whatever you want. So, okay. Not as crazy as, as, as when I first saw them. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, he makes it look like a robbery. Hugh calls him on the phone. is like, hey, uh, everything going good over there? And he's like, damn, you suck at this, uh, Hugh. Like... Fucking repeat what I'm saying back to you, man. Um, like, gets everybody to listen to him while he is, uh, you know, telling her. Yeah, like, the second he, like, sets down the phone, he's like, the wife, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the, women be shopping. <laughs> the bartender's just like, uh, yeah, sir. Yeah, for sure. I for sure, sure, for sure. I sure love, but I'm slightly annoyed by my alive wife. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is this is part of what you get paid for as a bartender, right? Yeah, you know that that bartender did not get a tip at the end of the night where he got pulled away for <laughs> yeah. Hey, your wife got murdered. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm skipping ahead because this scene goes on. Oh a while. yeah, because yeah. Then he yes. hides all the jewelry in his like garage, goes up to talk to his wife and. Uh, is, you know... His bitch wife. His horrible millionaire wife who keeps giving money to charity. This episode is incredible because it frames the guy who's in charge of the cops as somebody who hates poor people so much he would rather kill them on the street and or put them in jail than give them ten bucks. <laughs> right, yeah. Which, yeah, of yeah. course. He's a cop. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 100%. Yeah, it... I like. Yeah, it definitely feels like this was, like... This episode was written by, like, someone who... Had either like had read some shit, right? Somebody that knew what's up with cops got into yes. the writers' room on this one, <laughs> and then they just had to be like, "Wouldn't this be just a really good episode, though?" And they're like, "Wow, yeah, who would have ever suspect?" The, yeah, the but yeah, when he comes up, his wife asks like, "Oh, did you win anything?" He goes, "Oh yeah, once for a change," which is immediately different from how he was acting at the club, where he's like, "I know I'm betting well, it all on an absurd dice roll, but you just have to be bold sometimes." I'm and the he swag wins. god, yeah. yeah. And then his wife is like, oh, thank God I don't have to give you more of an allowance. <laughs> because yeah. you didn't blow your winnings this time. And he's like, yeah, thank God for that. 
Which, you know what? Uh, I'll say, I didn't think about it at the time. This whole exchange really does explain his behavior throughout this episode. He's a gambling addict. That's why he keeps pulling all this bullshit. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because I'll simply get away with it, like how I got away with rolling those doubles. It's true. It's really funny because, like, I mean, yeah, I guess in that he is doing murders as gambling, I suppose that is true. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, 100%. Uh, also, he probably is an actual gambling addict also. <laughs> right. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, they, they imply in this, like, he, like, has no money and just lives off of his wife's allowance to him. Which is, what? He's the, but he's in charge of the cops. How, he's a gambling addict. He gambles it all the way. I know. <laughs> you would think it would be difficult because he's in charge of the cops. Right. And all yet. right, so I, I was looking up to see if this guy had, like, written something else that I was like, could clue me in if like oh is this like someone who <laughs> yeah like later went on or like before this did other stuff and they mostly seem to be a tv writer but they did uh write a lot for uh they did do more columbos that are upcoming okay well oh, okay ho- hopefully they can keep uh, it going and also did uh publisher parish was that the first one like the first proper one no this this was the one that was earlier this season with the guy who uh, but with the same uh, actor as the killer. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Sorry, I did lost track of what we were talking about. Uh, the one with the, the bomb enthusiast. Oh, okay. Okay. Right, right, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he just bet $3,200 on that dice game, that's $21,000 in today yes. money. I see where yes. the salary's going. Uh, but, yeah, so he, they have a, like, really sniping conversation between each other, and then he, like, walks outside, and he's like, oh, I just totally saw a guy. Yeah, I saw a guy running out from the Caldwell house, and all the lights are on? Hmm. Wife, come here. <laughs> come look Don't out you the see window. him? <laughs> and she's like, no. I'm gonna call the cops right now. And I'm going to not just dial 911 because I'm a cop. Ha ha ha. Yes. Uh, yet she mentions that she is going to get an award the next night. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to be named Woman of the Year. Right. And he's like, yeah, how much money did you have to give to junkies for that? Now, yes. to be fair, I, his wife is being named Woman of the Year by the charity she runs. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> Does she run it, or is she just a, like, large donator? Maybe. I got the impression she was in charge of it. (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, relative to some of the dudes in this episode, she's not, she's fine, but she maybe also sucks. (laughs) Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, probably, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she's unfortunately just the victim in this one. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, and there are times where we, like, last week, where we're like, yeah, this victim fucking sucks. (laughs) Right. You know, this uh, is, you know, in, in general, you can assume if someone's a philanthropist in a story, we're supposed to just assume they're a good person. Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of forget about anything that you might have a problem with about, you know, how philanthropy works. Yeah. Yeah, which apparently she, it's not, she inherited all this money. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Columbo has dropped a cigar in his boss's car. He sure has. He's dropped it under the rug somehow. 
<laughs> and it's still lit. And he's worried about setting lit. the car on fire. And he goes to grab it, and he's like, oh, ooh, I grabbed the wrong end. Uh, hang on. <laughs> it's so funny. Can you, can you look under that rug again just to make sure? He's like, the it's not on fire, The patrolmen are just sir. sickos, guy, for this. They love watching Columbo fumble around. <laughs> You, you gotta, you gotta believe that Columbo is like one of, is like just beloved among the other cops. Yeah, as just a weird little guy. Right, right. Yeah, so uh, Columbo shows up to the crime scene. He's looking around. Um, he uh, goes up to the. He was going to. What was he? I think he was told to get a report. And he's like, I'm actually gonna go look around first. So he goes straight into the bedroom, sees that the lady's nightgown is still under her pillow, just because he's looking at the bed. Um, and then he goes into the um, into the closet, and then he sees that the door is kind of cracked. Yeah. Um, so he uses, like, a pencil to open it and look around inside. Uh, and then he's like, hey, could you... Uh, there's a guy in there dusting, like, the dresser. And he's like, hey, could you dust the closet door for prints? Um, and he's like, I never find anything when this guy hits these houses, but sure, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's good. <laughs> it's really funny. He says, he's really good. Uses gloves, <laughs> which is just a really funny line to me. That to be good at crime, all you have to do is know how gloves work. Right? Because yeah, did you say like yeah? Right? There's like a serial burglar that's yes. been hitting. this There's neighborhood a serial a burglar that's been hanging up this neighborhood that we're. Sp- they don't really tell you. Kind of just have to figure that out from what they're talking about. Yeah, mostly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, there has been a burglar, and then the next day, um, and yeah. So also. He also notices that she has a huge ass ring on her hand. Oh yes, yes, yeah. there's a that big is still ass there. Hand. The biggest ring you've ever seen. Yeah. Um. And yeah. So the next day, he is holding a press conference, uh, and he's like, "Yeah, we police, we suck shit. We gotta like, so you gotta finance us more. We gotta get more cops." <laughs> Yeah, we suck, so we need more, actually. Right. He, the only way we could do crime crime fighting good is to have more cops, but we're bad at it. He says we need to stop only uh, defending the inner cities and start taking care of our, like, good neighborhoods. Yeah, for sure, man. For yeah, sure. man, that's how cops work. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. Um, so... Uh, and yeah, it, it cuts... From in that to uh, our thief. Yes, this is this is the Bel Air Bandit. Uh, yeah, his what his last name? His first name? His Artie Jessup. Jessup, thank you, Artie Jessup. Artie uh, Jessup owns this bar, and he fucking what? hates it. And he's out of jail right now. And he fucking hates it. And his wife is there, and he fucking hates her. What is with his wife? Why? Why is she like with him? <laughs> Because eventually he does give up and go, yeah, I'll take you shopping. It's fine. But, like, they also establish later on, he, he spends more time in jail than out of it. She doesn't seem to like him. Like, what is well, she getting Well, she doesn't like him because he's out of jail. She's getting the bar out of it when he's not out of jail. You know? All right. Well, <laughs> like, I don't she, think... She's got to run when, the place while he's gone. Yeah. When he says that this is my place of business, I think he is talking about, like, how he is using this place as, like, a office yeah i don't think this he meant he, he owns this bar i think it's yeah he's just stepping to my office let's let's talk business i don't know i kind of feel like he might own this bar also <laughs> he's doing a lot of crime in the bar to not own the bar yeah i think he just likes the bar 
You think he's just doing this and the guy who owns it is like, oh, yeah, no, meet up with all your fun little fencer friends here. It'll be I great. I think so. I, yeah. you can I sell think, all your I stuff. Think so. I, th- I think this is like a whole... Because he knows that Artie will, like, spend all his money in here. Right. I think this is like a a, a bad guy bar, basically. Yeah, it's a bad right. guy bar. Okay, well then, no, I have no idea why his wife is still with him. Yeah, but uh, Artie is pissed off because... Uh, when, when you said she gets the bar while he's in jail, I thought you were using, like... I thought it was a euphemism for, like, she's no. just out fucking. No, I just meant... No, I meant literally she runs the bar or something. Right. Okay, yeah. Because I think he says something like, I own this place, but that's, you know... I think he, he says, I he like is this like, place. All right, well, I don't know. Yeah. He goes, this is my place of business. Right, yeah. Doesn't he also uh, say this is where I live? I think he does at one point, yeah. I love Artie. I kind of think he owns the bar. I don't think he owns the bar, but he does own my heart. <laughs> he's just yeah, such a no, he's guy. Great. He just sucks. <laughs> he just sucks, and that's the point. Right, right. Yeah. And he does a lot of shouting and a lot of, like... Again, like you said, this feels a little bit more like a movie. Like, he's gonna be, like... You know, uh, I am a I'm a crime actor. Right. This this feels like we're doing a little Fargo here. Right. I am doing like my audition for like you know a Francis Ford Coppola movie. Sure. And I'm not uh, gonna yeah. get in, but I I was looking at my IMDb and this actor has just basically played Artie for his entire career. That makes sense. And God bless. Shout out to this guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because yeah, like uh, his fencer comes in and he's like. What the fuck are you doing, man? You can't just go killing people when you like robbing places. Like I didn't do that one. They're lying. And he's like, and he's like, all right, buddy. Well, if you say so, but I can't move anything for you because you made it too hot. Right. There's too <laughs> many people looking for your ass right now. And this is his big audition reel, big because he grabs the fence by the collar and like slams against the wall. Like, you know, you listen to me. I knew I never should have dealt with you, so and so, and such as they were real men, not like you. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, but they're dead. <laughs> All your friends are on the inside and dead. Things changed when you were inside, Artie. He's um, been in so long, he doesn't even know. I also love that the thing his wife wants to go do is uh, go to the roller, roller derby. derby. She wants to go to roller derby. She wants to go watch the roller derby. She needs courtside seats. Roller derby was fake at this time. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, it was a hundred percent like wrestling. It was a work. I, I it was heard, a work. I get. I guess I was more like, oh, it's real now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it is extremely real now. Okay, interesting. <laughs> but yeah, there, there is. If you look at like old roller derby stuff, it is extremely obviously fake. Right. Uh, and I, I just have known people who have done roller derby stuff. Uh huh. Uh, and it is it is pretty real. You get pretty hurt doing it, and not just like in a way that right, right. You would also get hurt during wrestling. It's like no, like <laughs> yeah, accidents happen because people are like trying to body check you. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are going around very fast on wheels <laughs> and trying yeah. to slam into each other. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna cause some injuries from time to time. The one roller derby thing I've been to, somebody got very hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It it seems to me in like the same way that like, you know, there are certain people who are just kind of 
into like that element of like football or other like or hockey or other you know contact sports yeah uh this just kind of seems to be like the way the main one for women of that right right where like being hurt is like part of what makes it feel good right sure uh but yeah uh back at the press conference uh, he note he notes that uh, he saw this from his bedroom window with his wife. Yes, he and his wife saw this perpetrator. Yeah, and he specifically doesn't answer all of their questions that if his wife uh, could identify this man because it's all a setup. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, right. this Clubber is the craziest this- setup in history. But this is unhinged setup, by the way. In what way? I just can't believe he thought he was going to get away with this one. <laughs> like, I just think the I, the thought that, like, oh, you know what? Hugh is now in my... Hugh, of all people, is going to be the one to help me do my murder. Right. Like, th- this is your man? That was your guy? This is your opportunity? <laughs> it's you honestly shocking that this? it doesn't unravel because Hugh fucks something up. Right, just immediately. Hugh, Hugh does his job. That He's not the problem. He does the damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just. <laughs> I, I assume that he just like looked at here like this is a guy I can like bend to my will. Right. Right. I just don't think he'd be good at it, is the thing. But he gets away from all the cops, I guess, so. They really do suck at their job. Yeah. Anyway. I just also assume that, like, like a lot of Columbo villains, this guy just assumes that no one can ever touch him. Right, right. Well, yeah. I mean. Yes, that is the idea, but I'm just saying. No, totally. Yeah, he's a gambler. He's got uh, that gambler spirit. Uh, Colombo uh, is talking to uh, the soon-to-be-dead wife, and is like, "Hey, was the the girl who got murdered was she a slut?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, I don't want to talk. I don't talk about that stuff with her." But I did ask her once, and she said yes, basically. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that, but yeah. And he's like, okay. And she's like, yeah, she had a bunch of, like, young boyfriends uh, that she was seeing. Good so, for her. Yeah, good for her. Love that for you. Uh, and then uh, Columbo hears that she didn't see the guy. Yes, she explains that she didn't actually see uh, the guy running from the house. And he's like, that's interesting. Your husband said you definitely did. Yeah. And She's like, no, not really. And Columbo's like, oh, okay. By the way, sorry for hurting the... He sneaks up on her, and she, like, accidentally cuts... She accidentally cuts the sleeve of her shirt. Yes. Yes. Uh, which, which will be important Matter later, later yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he he sneaks ahead. up on her in the same way that, like, he just, like, walks, and then is like, hey! <laughs> he appears yeah. from the dimension, the Columbo dimension. Right. Yeah. And then Columbo gets in his car and drives backwards across the street to the other guy's house. He, <laughs> yeah, he does. In, in my memory, I, I have no idea why the fuck he does this. No, but, he's just being a sly little elf. But in my memory, and maybe this is like in another episode, there was like a running gag of him driving from one house to the other repeatedly. Oh, sure, yeah. When they're like across the street from each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time to talk to Hugh. Hugh's yes. having a day. He's not having a good time. No. 
No. Right, because even though he killed his wife and is a piece of shit, he, like, it was an accident, I guess. And, like, he is torn yeah. up about what he did. I yeah. think he had all that animosity in him, and uh, if he had simply talked to his wife, maybe he wouldn't have killed her. Right. But, you know, here we are. Like, he regrets his actions in a way that most yes, Colombo killers don't. Yes. Yes. And that is why he can't be the villain of the episode. <laughs> right. Hugh, at some point, was going to break down, even if Columbo was not there. Right, right. I think it's... I really thought this was going to go the way, like, the first episode of the first... The one with, um... Uh, prescription Murder, where he's like, well, obviously, I just have to, like, talk to Hugh for ten minutes, and then we're good to go. Right. Uh, and then get him that way, but he didn't. No, that's not the way, that's not the way, the, not the obvious way that they go. Yeah, he does not lean on yeah. Hugh past this scene. Yeah, I think he talks to him one more time, or he comes up one more time, and that's about it. Well, and it's because he rules Hugh out as the victim, because Hugh would know about the nightgown under the pillow. So if he well, staged I mean, the murder, then, yeah. you know, it, it would be more convincing. Yes. Um... But yeah, Columbo talks to him for a minute. Um, I forget what he... His maid comes out and is like, hey, there's a police officer here to talk to you. And he's like, okay, send him in. And Columbo immediately appears behind the maid. He's like, hey, yeah, no, here, I need to talk to you immediately. Sorry about this. Yeah. I, they, they make special mention that Columbo apparently talked a while to this maid. Yeah, it's a nice lady. Yeah, because then he brings up later like that she dusted all over and that's why it's weird that there's no print on the phone. Right. Yes. She dusted everything today. She cleaned everything. She had a long fucking day yesterday. Yeah. And yet, right, after she went home, the wife supposedly made a phone call, but there's no fingerprints on the phone. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, he just gives all of Columbo, you know, his whole thing where he's like, oh, yeah, I definitely wasn't there when, you know, she dies. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I you called know. her at the bar, and that was the last time I talked to her. Chloe's like, yeah. okay, uh, well, that's bullshit, but I'm not gonna, I'm not tipping my hand yet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they found you at the bar when the police finally located you. Well, and, oh yeah, uh, Columbo brings up, like, now she was wearing a nightgown, but there was no prints on the thing. Yeah. And he's like, well, she keeps it under her pillow like a normal person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And it's like it's Columbo, no, like checking off that he knows that. So if he stays this, he would have done it right. Right, right. Yes. Uh, and it's like it's just a nice. It, it is a good moment of seeing how Columbo works. Yeah, this is a very good episode for like Columbo. Seems kind of like you know he's picking at stuff, but it, he doesn't know what's going on all episode. He seems confused and consternated. And then in the last scene, it's like, no, I knew exactly what happened the whole time. I just had to figure out how to prove it. Yes. Yeah. Classic uh, Columbo. And then he immediately goes back to his car, which is not working. Yeah. And this is where, yeah, he's got to try to <laughs> flag people down to get a jump. <laughs> yeah, and sorry. Yeah, I thought just... this was extremely funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just him going back, back and forth from the driver's seat to... Like Molly said. It's like, damn, did I not pop it? Okay, hang on, let me go pop it. (laughs) He tries to lift it again, and he can't do it. It, Yeah, it just seems like they were like, all right, Falk, just, you know, do 
do this action and they're they just like set up across the street and just shot all of it yeah. right Columbo it in up, one man. take this is like when people say like don't write Columboisms in because he'll just add he like already adds them right peter falk already is Columbo. yeah right. and this just seems like he they were like Columbo columbos <laughs> <laughs> Cause yeah, he like chases down like three different cars until when, till one stops, and he's like, "Can you please take me to the gas station?" Uh, this scene is not as long as I remembered it being, but it's still really funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So he uh he eventually makes it back to the police station so we can go talk to his boss. Uh, you know, the murderer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Uh, sorry, sir. I uh, my car broke down again." And he's like, "Yeah, no. Uh, sure. Where's your report?" Uh. And he's like, uh, oh, see, that's the thing. I need to talk to you first. And he's like, I don't care. Get me a report. I have to go kill my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Columbo is like, has good reasons for it. But every time he's in a scene with his boss, he sounds like a kid trying to get an extension on his paper. Yes. Yes. Oh, oh I've got, I'm making real good progress on that essay you want me to write, Ms. Perkins. But I just don't quite have my thesis statement hammered out yet. Well, yeah, because like... The commissioner is always is all like, "This is like a sh- open and shut case, Columbo." Like, or like, or like at least the fact that we know like it's a burglary gone wrong. Right. And Columbo's always like, "Eh, well, there's there's something that's bothering me." <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and yeah, the guy's like, "Listen, I just need to leave." Yeah, gives him uh, his description of the uh, of the uh, killer, and he's like, he's wearing a dark shirt, dark pants, and a dark hat. And Columbo's like, that's it, huh? Just dark? And the guy goes, yeah, it was night, Columbo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Columbo doesn't do a one more thing. He instead makes the commissioner leave and then come back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he hits him with the, oh, yeah, I talked to your wife, by the way. Like, Sorry, you talked to who? And yeah, because he goes, oh, yeah, that's what your wife said. And he's like, my wife didn't see shit. <laughs> well, oh, that's interesting because you kind of made it sound on TV like she also saw it. Yeah, because on the basis of the news conference this morning, you said that she saw the burglar. All right, I misspoke. Sue me. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, I love that. Like, yeah, Colombo definitely says, like, Oh, yeah, I talked to your wife, and she gave, like, the same description. And then, like, when the guy's like, but my wife didn't see it, he's like, yeah, she did, she said, she, she said that, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly uh, and then he's right. Like, and then the commissioner's like, God, I'm so mad at this Columbo, I just gotta go home and murder my wife. You gotta go home and murder my wife about this. <laughs> uh, and we get the most unhinged thing in Columbo ever. Yeah. I mean... Here's the thing. If this is her house and, like, she picked out the decor, maybe she had it coming. (laughs) Jesus. Black mold is no laughing matter, Molly. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, so if you don't know and and did not see my post on Twitter of this a week ago at this point, or however long ago if you're listening to this in the future. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, she has carpeted stairs up to her bathtub. All right, but if I could have this, though. No. Like, it wouldn't no. be a good idea to have the carpet. But can you imagine the luxury 
of this bathtub that is like sinking into a staircase. Sure. I get that part. Yes. The decadence. Here's the thing. That we're, we're later going to see this is the deepest bathtub ever, which <laughs> almost, what I'm saying. almost makes it okay for the carpeted stairs, except she has filled it to the brim with bubble bath. Well, it's it's all bubbles. I don't know how much water's actually in there, to be honest. I don't trust it. She's I don't trust it up. one bit. Yeah. And then um, the guy I, comes in and he's like, hey, do you want me to be in here while you're taking a bath? And she's like, I actually fucking hate that. Could you leave? And then he's like, he's no, I'm like, going to murder you. No. <laughs> he's like, I have yeah, to when, do the most menacing thing and just pace around you for a minute before I fucking kill you. Uh, when Peter Falk gets into the tub, you basically he disappears. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. I don't really get how her head's sticking up when she's sitting down. She's floating Shall- on the top. Yeah. No, there's a deep side and a shallow side, you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you sit on one end, and then the other part is very deep. Right. Because the farther into the tub he goes, the more he disappears. That's true. That's true. I, yeah. I just remember, you got to get down with like a blow dryer on set to hot and like blow dry these steps after every bath. Or, you know, you just let it rock. No, you can't Until let you it... die. No. Ugh. They didn't know about mold back then. <laughs> they told... I think they knew about mold back then. They did. Ugh. Just terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, he puts her head under for like four seconds. He's like, she's dead. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. I mean, if you just like... Honestly, I think you've got a 50-50 chance that she's going to die in that tub one day or another. <laughs> Can you imagine slipping, getting out of the stairs? Oh, yeah. yeah see, that's the other thing. If they're not carpeted, that's, you're just going to break your neck. Yeah. It, it's why lose, you carpet lose. them. But you can't carpet them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, yeah. Uh, Hugh goes to... Uh, the funeral and Caldwell's like, or yeah, uh, not Hugh, uh, Mark Capron go, the commissioner goes yeah. to the funeral and Hugh's like, Oh my God, thank you so much for being here, man. It really means a lot. I, I, I can't believe I've done this. I should go to the police. And Mark's like, okay, shut the fuck up. I just murdered my wife too. Cause it seems so cool. Right. <laughs> and I need hey, you to do this for news. me. <laughs> It's like, Hugh, maybe you should have clued in something was up when he had, like, a full wife murder plan locked and loaded and ready to go. He was ready to go. <laughs> like, I a moment's a, notice. I got a feeling that M- Mark does this a lot. <laughs> he very well might, yeah. All of the, Colo- the, like, rich guy murders wife that Columbo doesn't solve. Right. <laughs> See, I yeah. was thinking he has not done this before, but he's planned it meticulously. He's like, now I just got to make friends with enough rich dickheads, and one of them will eventually murder their wife, and then I can murder my wife. Easy. The perfect plan. Like, Hugh, have you ever heard of the movie Strangers on a Train? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be remade in a few decades by Danny DeVito with a more comedic bent to it. It'll be a really fun little movie. Uh, No, I've not heard of this movie. Oh, well, let me tell you, bud, you're about to learn all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, the things that the police, uh, the deputy commissioner has ordered are 
double patrols in the Bel Air neighborhood. And also, I'm going to be up in the fucking helicopter tonight. Yeah. Looking out over the town. Keeping people safe. Uh, and wouldn't you know it. Oh, he found the dead. You know, he was told to bring the dead body and throw it in the guy's pool for uh-huh. some, you know. Yeah, can we get the light? Uh, yeah, uh, right over there where there's that guy dragging my wife over to the pool. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> and then the guy's like, isn't it a little early for this, Pete? And, or uh, Mark? And he's like, oh, listen, man, you got to be vigilant. Uh, and then he looks down and like, oh, my God, wouldn't you know it? My wife's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beans. Uh, yeah, uh, so he... <laughs> do they land? How does... Does he get out of the helicopter? I, he, yeah. Like, they drop him off, jumps. right? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Can, they get really low and he just jumps down. Yeah. He's like, no! Oh, God! Who could have done this? My loving wife! Oh, My beautiful wife! And someone's like, uh, she's, is- she's, she's dead, Mark. Don't you say that! Get an ambulance! Uh, this was the first, uh, time that, uh, the two actors who played the commissioner and the wife met each other. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. And so, like, they, like, said, like, hey, like, before the scene shot, and then, like, after he, like, does mouth-to-mouth to to her, he was like, hey, how you doing? (laughs) I'm Richard (laughs) Kelly. That's what you say before you give mouth-to-mouth to somebody. In a scene. I think he he had already said hey to her. <laughs> sure. I th- I think it was more just, hey, isn't this weird? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, she dead. She in the pool. She yeah, dead? She's dead. Uh, she's I'll wearing the same the outfit as Columbo saw her in earlier. That's true. Yeah. So I was like, well, there were signs of a struggle. Her sleeve's torn. And Columbo was like, well, hold on a second. I know about that sleeve getting torn. That was me. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> uh, and yeah, like they're like, oh yeah, this wasn't even a burglary at all. He just came to kill her. Right. And Columbo's uh, like, well, that doesn't make any fucking sense now, does it? <laughs> like, which like, no, Columbo, it's like you said. I, oh, that terrible slip of the tongue I made on television. He thought she was a witness and came to silence her. Oh, the humanity. And Columbo's like, oh, okay, so you murder her, right? All right, yeah. well. Now I just gotta figure out how. Oh, you murdered the shit out of her. This is the longest cold open in the show. <laughs> yeah, in some ways. <laughs> Time to murder 35 minutes. Right, yeah, Columbo's usually not in the cold opens. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this is when we get an acknowledgement that race exists in Columbo. Right, because yeah. the only black character in this scene uh, shows up and is like, hey, what happened to... Uh, Miss so and so, she was supposed to come receive he, an award. Yeah, he's part of the the group that is, you know, giving her the award, and they're instantly like, "Hey, where were you? Let's arrest you." What? I was downtown setting up for the award ceremony, and can you prove that? Yeah, I yeah, can man, prove that. I can, oh, I bet you can, can't there. you, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh wow. I was losing it. Yeah. Like what the like out of we've gone. Four seasons (laughs) without a word about cops can be evil sometimes. And then they're like, let's uh, contain it all to this one episode. Right, not even the main evil cop, just a random cop. Right, just a random cop who's evil. Yeah. Yeah, like the guy just goes, like, I think I want to leave. And they're like, yeah, I bet you would. (laughs) Yeah. And the guy's like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, he's not actually like, what the fuck is after? He's like, yeah, I... Well, right, yes. yeah, he's like, yeah, no, I get it. Mm-hmm. Mm. This is what we're doing, huh? Okay. Yeah, um, and... Yeah, he mentions that he called her, but there's no answer. And that's, like, another of Columbo, like, that's weird. Right. Yes. Because you called before she supposedly got drowned in the pool. So why didn't she answer the phone? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I was just watching that scene, and... Like, as the guy, like, it's like, yeah, I can prove it. He's like, one of the other cops is like, you're making me nervous. Calm down. Yes. Yeah. It's also, like, the main other cop that Columbo's been interacting with in this episode. Because he, right. like, was at the other crime scene, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the commissioner is, is very sad and very angry. Yes. Yes. He, he He's really pulling it up. He's He's doing some capital A acting. Yeah. And then, like, as soon as Columbo, like, walks out, he, like, smiles a bit. <laughs> He's like, oh, don't worry, guys. We got him. It, no, we're we're so good right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Never been better. And Columbo's like, where's the tub? <laughs> I need yeah. to find the tub immediately. <laughs> right. So yeah, you have Columbo a tub immediate- in this house? Immediately knows what the fuck happens. <laughs> it is like Austin Powers going down the escalator behind the couch yes! <laughs> as he descends into this bathtub. It's so funny. He's like, he's put his hands all over this thing. He's like, why is it so fucking dry in here? It's bone dry. And he's like, putting his hands all over the steps. They're all so dry. And yeah, like, there's just like another cop walks in. And he's like, why the fuck are you in here, Columbo? She died in the pool. And he's like, yeah, sure, pal. Uh, this is, I think this is Lieutenant Duffy, who's the guy who's in charge of the burglary. And he's like, I barely yeah. know why I'm here. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, Columbo it- explains his whole, like, theory about, like, uh, like I don't think it was the same guy. And Duffy is like, eh, I think you're full of shit, man. Yeah. Listen, we, we just got guys uh, we know do crimes. And we probably, it's probably just one of our crime guys. Yeah, because he, Columbo's like, listen, if I'm a burglar and I hear a noise of another person in a place, I bolt. I'm gone. Uh, especially if, like, I'm a serial, like, burglar. Because, like, that's, like, my whole thing is I just got to do this when people aren't there. Yeah. Yes. And the other cop's just like, ah, but times are changing, Columbo. You hear about this Charles Manson guy? It's crazy out there. It's crazy out there. You don't understand. People don't make no sense no more. Have you seen Mindhunter? <laughs> no. It's pretty good. <laughs> sort of. I, I prefer uh, some of other a uh, bunch of plots, but until then, pretty good. Yeah, I prefer Fitch's others work, like Gone Girl. <laughs> Columbo could have solved Gone Girl. <laughs> oh, no problem. No sweat. Yeah. Honestly, the the Gone Girl from Gone Girl is a classic Columbo villain. <laughs> she really is. Well, yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, they take out the body, and Columbo's like, "Please, can you check for chlorine?" And the autopsy guy's like, "There won't be any there because that like just dissolves instantly, and especially with like the acids." Right. Yeah. Uh, but the Columbo's like, "Can you do it for me though?" And he's like, "I mean, it's my job." <laughs> Yeah. He's like, I mean, I was going to anyway because it's a murder and she yep. drowned. So, he also yeah. asked the burglary lawyer, like, hey, 
I mean, carrying around the uh, first victim's ring, it's really weird to me that the burglar didn't steal it along with all the other jewelry. And he's like, oh, no. Oh, that's bothering you? Don't be stupid. That's a fake glass ring. Like, a pro would have spotted that a mile away. Yes. Yeah, and, and so like, oh, Columbo goes okay. to uh, goes to the commissioner uh, and, like, kind of drops, like, I don't think we're looking for a burglar. I think we're looking for a murderer who made it look like a burglary. And the commissioner's just like, Pah. And it's like, you know. <laughs> oh, what makes, you, what makes you say that? That's crazy. Yeah, and it's like the... It's, you know, the, the stuff all about the fingerprints and... Yeah. Uh, about, like, the, you know, wife stuff. And this is the first time that this dude has heard of, of someone. He's like us. Yeah. He's never heard of someone hiding their... Right. Uh, PJs underneath their pillow. And he's like, what the fuck? Who would ever, <laughs> I couldn't have thought of that, because who would ever do that? Right, it can't be that regular of a thing, because this guy is blindsided by it. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and so like the guy's just like instantly like, fuck. I should have put Colombo in this case. <laughs> yeah, I, I forget if it's now or a different scene later. I think it's but here. He says yes. like, oh, I just had like a, a, a gut feeling and I looked at our house and I saw what was going on. I was like, you must have a lot of gut feelings like that because... You called me to come investigate the first scene before we even knew it was a murder. Like, my guy. My bud. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Like, me and Chelsea were talking about as we were going, we were like, well, it's a high-profile case in a rich neighborhood. Maybe he's trying to show, no, 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 I'm doing everything we can to catch this guy. That's why I put our best man, Columbo, on the case. He called Columbo first. He called Columbo, number one. Why would you voluntarily sit Columbo on yourself? He's a fool. He doesn't he's know what he's doing. <laughs> fucking fool! Yeah, th- that that was in the scene where uh, at the at his house, like post murder. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is the one where Clum- where he's like, "Hey, Columbo, s- stop with all this. It's a burglary gone wrong. Just talk to our burglary guy and just like follow his leads only." <laughs> Right, you know that Columbo's almost nailed a guy when he's no longer arguing with Columbo. He's just like, you're stupid, that's stupid, do what I tell you to do. Yeah, shut up. ratio. <laughs> and he's like, Columbo's like, I don't take L's. L plus ratio uh, plus your car is broken. <laughs> he's like, that's true. Uh, Columbo goes to the jewelry shop and... Uh, Gets tries to get a watch band and then is told that it costs way too much money. Right. It's like the, it's what he thinks is the price of a whole watch. Yeah, he's like the watch band is twenty five dollars. He's like, oh, I no 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 no, I don't want the whole watch. I just want the band. That that uh, is just yeah, for that the is, band. That it, oh, I'm gonna go talk to my guy now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I I I I think this is why I love Columbo the most out of the three of us is because yeah. I love both of these types of scenes. Sure, sure. <laughs> like the the one scene where Columbo uh, had uh, chili at a fancy restaurant. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I love any time Columbo has chili. Oh yeah, and then there was told like, oh yeah, that'll be six dollars. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> chili? I He's love- like, oh no, I, I I just had the chili. <laughs> They're like, yes, 
<laughs> the idea, I know we've already, like, this is an old episode, but going into a restaurant and saying, I'll have the chili, and they don't serve chili there. <laughs> and they somehow and then they just still whip get it up. chili for you. I think you just paid them six dollars. Yeah, honestly, Columbo, I'm sorry. I think you owe them six dollars for for summoning chili for you. Yeah, for whatever dark acts that they did. Because <laughs> again, I think I brought this up at the time. Chili takes like four hours to cook, right? Yeah, it takes some time. You gotta slow cook it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um. The jeweler here he's talking to because the ring is fake, but it he's got an appraisal receipt for it for, like, thousands of dollars. So yes. that doesn't make any sense. So let me go talk to this jeweler guy. And he, like, hands him the ring first. And he's like, would you buy this from me? And he's like, no, that's clearly a fake. Um, and then he shows him the receipt. And he's like, okay, listen, I've been buying back her jewelry for her and making her duplicates in glass. Because she's needed the money. And like, what she does with that, not my business. Yeah. But she is using it on her boyfriend, so take that as you will. And Columbo's like, wait, so all of her jewelry is fake? He's like, yeah, more or less. Hmm, okay, interesting. Right, like, (laughs) right. And again, he doesn't even ever use this gun. He just keeps it holstered. Yeah, yeah that's, and like that's I've crazy. already been informed uh, that this, uh, you know, that the the robber that we're looking for would instantly know that this was all yes, fake. Yes, but this yeah. was all fake. So what? Like, yeah, I thought in the final scene he was going to take some jewelry and like smack it against a wall to break one of the quote unquote gemstones. You know? Yeah, I I mean I kind of thought that the reveal was the guy forgot that he still had some of the jewelry in his garage or whatever because that was right. like one of the first things. Right. And it takes forever to get to the point where he goes back to it. And then instead, he just goes deeper into the Columbo dimension than anyone's gone before. <laughs> <laughs> I've created the pocket universe just last week. Um, Commissioner, what you don't understand is I've mastered the art of domain expansion. <laughs> Uh, Columbo goes to a car, uh, used car salesman, and just meets the most car salesman guy. Yeah. I love this guy rocks. I love this guy <laughs> talking up Columbo's shitty car until he realizes he won't sell it. Yes. And then she's yeah. like, oh, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. I'm like, oh, that's, oh, it's that nice, huh? <laughs> he's, he's looking, Columbo's looking for a Mr. Shoop, and this is Mr. Shoop. Uh, yeah. And he lets him, like, talk about the car for a while, and then he's like, uh, by the way, I'm here to talk about a dead lady. And he's like, uh, hang on. <laughs> well, the, he, he doesn't even say dead lady. He goes, I'm a cop. And the guy goes, listen, whatever stuff that they're getting onto in the main office, that's not me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, I just, I just sell just, a car, sir. I just buy and sell his vehicles. Under the, under the bus. Yeah. Which he should. All of us should. Uh, but yeah, this is one of the her boyfriends, and he was like, "Yeah, she was actually supposed to pick me up at like this time period, you know, I got like nine thirty, uh, but she didn't show up." And so I guess I thought that she had, you know, uh, st- you know, stood me up, and so I tried calling her, but no one picked up. Yeah. And this is you know an hour before she supposedly died. Right. Yes. And Columbo's like. <gasps> 
Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sorry, you called at 9.30 and there was no answer? Which, uh, again, to me, <laughs> this is the part <laughs> of the episode where Luke explains how he would simply get away with it. Uh-huh. But, like, the commissioner doesn't just go, I don't know, he only called her once. Maybe she was taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons you wouldn't answer your phone. Right. It's not like he called her over and over to see where she was. Yeah, yeah I... I was dumb because I was instantly like, when Columbo was doing this whole explanation of, like, then why didn't she pick it up later? I was like, well, call her ID. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Right, she was no longer taking my rotary. shit at 1030. It's, that's fine. Yeah, like, Columbo would have pulled out, like, no, I, I know, I talked to her, like, you know, her friend. She only, she would just only take a shit at, like... 8.30. She was very regular. <laughs> Ate a lot of prunes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this guy, Columbo shows up and he's like, you know, asking for another extension on his essay. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, I think she, you know, like, he's like, the thing that always gets me is, you know, like, when did she call? Blah, blah, blah. When did she die? Blah, blah, blah. See, that's it. The time of death. All wrong. Right. And the guy's like, no, we, we did it perfectly. I mean, the killer did it perfectly. <laughs> we crushed it, man. Don't talk to me like that. So now uh, he's like, wait a second. I thought you told me that Caldwell couldn't have possibly done the murder because of the nightgown. And he's like, well, that's what I thought at first. But now I think maybe he was just working with an accomplice. Yup. Yeah, like that he killed her, but someone else staged the body. And, yeah, the guy's like, mm, I think you're wrong, Columbo. I think you're very wrong. I think you've never been more wrong in your life. <laughs> hey, Columbo, what did I tell you about looking into the burglary thing? What, what did I tell you about specifically not going after her boyfriends? Well, I looked into the burglary thing. That doesn't make any sense either. Uh, yeah, so uh, oh, you I know when it's late, out. you're tired. I won't bug you with why that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, no, and just he doesn't fucking he... tell me. No, he doesn't, which I love. Normally, that's what they do, but he just lets Columbo go. <laughs> and like, but like, he just like you could see it be like, fuck. Yeah. What? It, why doesn't that work? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Columbo also gets a call on the radio. Yeah, he that... just goes like. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, you know, I spoke to him, Mr. Wexler. Well, you're tired. I'll, I'll leave. And he just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And I really thought it'd be like, no, no, get back in here. God damn it. But no. The guy is just in shock. Yeah. Oh, right. Because he goes out to the car and this is when he gets the news about how there's no trace of chlorine, but there is soap in yes. the lady's lungs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, like the guy like gives the scientific name and Columbo's like, oh, no, no. Can you, uh, sorry, can you say you it again, up? Doc? You, you broke up. <laughs> soap detective. Like, soap. And he's like, fuck the fucking bathtub, god damn it. And this is another clue that Columbo just sort of tucks in his pocket. He could just nail his boss with it right this now, is, but no, no, no. This is what I'm saying. The last 30 minutes of this episode, the whole time I was sitting here like, dude, you got it already. Dude, you have it. You know, it's unspoken, but I think part of it is like, this is my boss. It's the commissioner of police. I yeah, need I, all five pieces of Exodia if I want to win yeah, this I match. I need the super evidence for this one. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and also, right now, it's mostly about the first murder. Right, right. Yes. Uh, yeah, so he goes to uh, Duffy's office afterwards the next day when he's now been assigned to, seriously, you're only investigating this burglary, goddammit. Right. Um, so he's going through all of his, uh, all the files of the, the crime guys that they know who are normal, the crime guys. Right. He asked yeah, Duffy, like, like, okay, if, assume the murders didn't happen, which guy would you think did this? Like, ah, probably this one. He does a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, they, cause they're demo. all like, oh yeah. Like these first three, they all seemed like, like a really established, you know, guy who's done this like millions of times before. But these murders are, like, reek of someone younger who is inexperienced, who has, like, a quick temper. Yeah. So, like, that's why we, like, have a real hard time with this, because it seems like it's two different people. And also, Jessup has an alibi for the murders, but not the uh, yeah. the other ones. Because he did the other ones. Right. <laughs> Can I just say that it's unbelievable. They had three robberies, and they just decided, eh, I'll just leave them out there. It's fine. Whatever. They had three robberies they in Bel Air. <laughs> this guy the whole time if the cops had done their job in the first place originally there's no alibi for the guy do you think the commissioner was slow rolling that investigation because he knew it'd be the perfect cover for his wife murder no because he needed the hue thing to happen right yeah he did he did like he needs the other guy to commit a murder first do you think he's secretly been spiking hue's drinks with some kind of like uh, drug that makes you irritable to make the wife murder happen. Just hitting him with more testosterone than he's indo- than he's used to. Right. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that explained it perfectly. So uh-huh. yes, that's yeah. exactly the right. It Sherlock rules the the. You know, no matter how outlandish the. Right. Uh, but yeah, Columbo goes to this guy's uh, like where this guy's drinking. Yeah, that's the, the reason why I really don't think he owns this bar is because he's always like just sitting there drinking. You don't think the guy who owns the bar drinks at the bar? Well, like he would be behind the bar, right? Not yes. Can- no, he pays the bartender to serve him alcohol, and he gets to drink for free on that because it's this, his alcohol. This deeply doesn't matter, but what I'll say is that. This guy has not been out of prison for that long. I don't think he could have, like... I think they... I don't think you get to keep owning a bar when you go to prison. But his wife might. (laughs) Again, I cannot stress enough. That's why his wife wants him gone. She likes chilling at the bar. (laughs) But she explicitly doesn't like chilling at the bar. She says she hates it. Yeah, I don't know. And also not his wife, apparently. It's his old lady. Well, no, like, she, he, like, straight up says, like, oh, she wishes she was my wife. No, I know, but later the bartender's like, hey, your old lady's on the phone. Oh, yeah. For all for intents some and reason, purposes, that is used... his wife. Yeah, no, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Columbo tries to sell him this uh, thing, and he's like, this fake, obviously, what the fuck are you doing? Where'd you get and this he's like, I'm a cop. jack box? <laughs> yeah, I'm a cop from Homicide, and then he goes into acting mode again. Oh, no! Uh, this guy rocks. Where the fuck is my jacket? Where's my jacket? Where's yeah. my jacket? I and had Columbo nothing did... to do with it. And you he's like, you had nothing to do with those it. other ones. You go right ahead, but no. And Columbo's just like, no, I know you didn't do it. Could you sit down? I want to talk to you. And he's like, I'm not going to sit down. Can Columbo's I sit like, down? Well, can I sit yeah, down? Do he's like, want. yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, like freedom. the... <laughs> 
Colombo just keeps on saying you had nothing to do with it, and it takes a couple of times for the guy to realize it's not a question, it's right. a statement. <laughs> right. He's like, I know, man. Yeah, I also love that Colombo does not care at all about catching this guy for the robbery. That's not his job. <laughs> That's not his job. If the guys down in uh, Burglary want to catch a guy for Burglary, I think they could go find this guy because he lives here. Right. <laughs> uh, so Colombo's just like, hey, buddy, how would you like to help me do some fake blackmail? <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like, like, I would fuck love with to. the cops? To the cops? I would love to. <laughs> you mean it? Me? Don't mind if I do. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, Hugh immediately is like, I just got a call from the, the guy who's been robbing these places, and he knows that he didn't rob my place and that I murdered her. And, like, the commissioner's like, wait, that makes no sense. How would he even know? And the guy's just like, he does! Doesn't <laughs> he matter. He does. Uh, and, yeah, Hugh is the weak link in this, is that, like, if the guy had called the commissioner, he'd just be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. Click. Uh, but, yeah, Hugh is enough of a bag of nerves, and Columbo knows that, for that if he targets him, he is going to accept this blackmail thing. Yeah. Uh, and so they uh, do this whole meeting. Uh, why is this guy wearing these cunty sunglasses? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, they're not. First of all, <laughs> I, I just wanted to say that phrase because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is the most obvious guy in history. You know, Artie is looking at him like, "God damn it, man! You don't even know how to do any crime." Yeah. I like how he's Albert like Einstein's wearing, like, also sitting at this bar. Yeah, he's wearing like cat eye sunglasses. Yeah. These were his ex. These were his dead wife's. Definitely. Oh, for sure. He's like, fuck! I don't have any sunglasses. Uh, and yeah, they they sit down, and the guy's just like, listen, I don't fucking care why you killed your wife. It's just a problem for me because people think I did it. Right. Which means you got to start paying me. Because I can't move my shit anymore. So yeah, you pay me. Or I'll just go to the cops and confess to the first three, and that'll make them look deeper into the other two, and we'll both go to jail. I don't care. I like it in jail. Yeah, that's where my friends are. You're not ready for jail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he he wants five grand. I need $5,000. And yeah, like the commissioner's like, that's fucking it, man. We could kill, we could kill this guy. He's also like, damn, that's all? Man, right. criminals used to be people. <laughs> criminals used to ask for stuff. Just type 5000 into the old inflation calculator. $32,000. Oh, is that it? <laughs> That's all? He was like, we can't start paying him. And then um, Mark is like, uh, hmm, why don't you just leave him to be? And he was like, you can't kill someone else. Like, hell I can. I'll simply roll doubles on it. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll yeah. just fucking do it, actually. Uh, yeah, Hugh, like, hates, you know, low-level criminals, because he's like, they should be high-level criminals, like me. <laughs> right. Don't they know if you join the cops, you get to do criminal. the crimes for free? Uh, yeah, so... 
the commissioner goes to the police station and is going to talk to Duffy to, like, set up this whole sting. And instead finds Columbo. He's like, Columbo, you're, you're, you're doing what I asked. <laughs> and Columbo's like, yeah, no, it turns out you're totally right. It's totally one of these, like, criminal guys. Uh, definitely wasn't, like, you know, someone trying to f- trick us. Uh, yeah, no, you're totally right. You're, to- you're a very smart policeman. Uh, and the guy looks through all of the stuff. And right, and he's like, oh, well, in that case, then let me look at these files with you, because he wants to get Jessup's address. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, sees Jessup's address, and it's like, all right, uh, I guess I should probably stop looking at these. It's a waste of time. I was like, yeah, no, uh, probably, but, totally, yeah. And then, but he's like, oh, you, Columbo, though, you keep looking. He's like, oh, yeah, boss, don't worry. Uh, so yeah, he goes, gets his stuff, uh, all the jewels that he stole, the worth of jewels from, uh, his garage, and sneaks into, uh, this dingy-ass apartment. Yeah, a real crime boy apartment, this one. Damn, they just let you see his social security number when they zoom in on that file. <laughs> so she's right there. Uh, and yeah, so... Uh, he breaks in and, yeah, plants all of this stuff uh, under a bed, which I feel like would be a bad... Like, I know people, like, put money underneath it, beds, but, like, Jewel seems like a bad place for that. You, you gotta cut a hole in your wall or something. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, uh... He heads back and is, like, gives the guy 5000 and and he's like, all right, well... Uh, you know, if you're short, you can always pay me next time. And he's like, wait yep. a minute. He's like, hey, buddy, I'm a fucking criminal. Like, what are you just... Did you think this was one and done? Did you really think that, my friend? Hey, buddy, I'm a pathological liar. I told you a lot about myself, but not this. I lie. And yeah, they... Uh, I, li- I like the old, crusty, undercover cop at the end of the bar. Yeah. They, they 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 casted well for a guy who in the police department for a guy who looks like Wino. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Columbo just kind of like saunters in after as they're arresting Jessup, and it's just like, what's going on here? <laughs> well, what's happening? Uh, and they're like, yep, we're gonna go look at his place and. Columbo's like, well, we should probably get a warrant. And he's like, oh, don't worry, I already have one. And Columbo checks the address and he's like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, that is what he's doing there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. He's like, sir, I think you're making a big mistake. And he just keeps on doing a big, big, big mistake as he is just uh, having this guy go stand on an X with a giant safe that Columbo's holding. Sir, I think you might be activating my trap card. <laughs> this is one of the craziest Columbo endings. <laughs> this so is fucking nuts. This is it's maybe too much. It's maybe too much. <laughs> but I love it. Yeah, yeah, no, I I'm hooting and hollering, but like the other part of me is like, dude, there's no fucking way. It's incredible. <laughs> Because the entire time that that he's, like, looking, he's, like, looking more and more furiously, uh, Columbo's just, spill, like, 
going like, yeah, I think you killed your wife. And I think you, the guy who set up the other murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, Commissioner's not listening to him whether to be like, you just lost your badge, buddy. And yes. it's just, he, go, no, he goes, you just lost your badge, my friend. Yeah. Yes. He's not calling Columbo my friend. <laughs> right, right. And Columbo's just walking through the theory the entire time. But then the Commissioner's like, aha, we found the jewels. You're stupid and wrong. And he's like, well, like, are you saying you found those jewels in Jessup's apartment? He's like, yeah. And then they bring Jess up and he's like, this isn't my apartment. Columbus like, yeah, it's mine. <laughs> he's like, beg your fucking pardon? <laughs> I yeah, just, I just signed, signed the lease on, on this place yesterday. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> and then I ran to the police department and typed up a fake file on Jessup with this address. So that you would come look at it. <laughs> yeah. The only people who have ever seen it are me and you. So. And he's just going through, like, the drawers. Like, these are my family photos. This is my underwear. That's my bathrobe in the closet. <laughs> Moved all my shit in here yesterday while you were doing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I also... I, it's... Not... It, it doesn't... It's not like a thing that matters in the larger scheme, but the line reading of and the towels not—they weren't even moist. Right. Yeah. Right. Is extremely funny to me. Uh. Yeah. It's just. And then, yeah, this guy just like loses it. He's just like, oh, oh, oh. Well, I mean, what do you, you do? You're already in the shadow realm. I'll just close the door behind me. <laughs> like, what do you do when you've already been trapped in Columbus' apartment with him? <laughs> <laughs> it's never been more over for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so much. Yeah, but he fucking got his ass. Yep. Um, If you're going to watch any episode of Columbo... I think this you is definitely on the list of like one. the this ones is, you should yeah. watch. This is a top tier Columbo. This this is a prescription murder, uh, murder by the not not murder by the book. What's the what's the what's the private eye company one? Oh, Death Lends a Hand. Death Lends a Hand. Like it's it's on that tier. Yeah. I I didn't want to hype it up, but like I would always consider this one of like my secret faves. Yeah, that people don't talk about as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's great. And yeah, I'm glad that it lives up to my memory. Yeah. Yeah, this shit fucking hits. I just think also the performances are really good. It's just structured really well. Yeah. Yeah, it's got like, yeah, the fact that we see the thief like way early and then he yes. comes back as like an actual character that Columbo works with. Right. Um, yeah, just smart. Yeah, I, I just think it's a fun-ass episode, and it's got an ending that just makes you go like, what? Which is kind of yeah. what you want, want from this. Pris, Pris was saying that this was better than Columbo pulling the gloves out of the bag that he's been wearing the whole time. I'm like, I don't know if it's that good, but like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I prefer the gloves just because it makes more sense. <laughs> it makes more sense, and this... The one nitpick I do have is that it never does anything with the the jewelry being fake. Like that plot yes. just falls away. Yeah. But you know, like yeah, the, the, the glove one is just such a perfect little bow on the end of that episode. Yes. Well, like it's and like it's a way that like 
just by him revealing it, he, like he don't have he doesn't have to say anything, right? And that actor is like blowing up so extremely hard, and then just stops. Yeah, and then credits. <laughs> that is, yeah. I think I, I think of all of the gotchas. Yeah, I think I still preserve. Uh, I still prefer the gloves, but just as an overall episode, I really love this one. Yeah, I, I'd still say this gotcha is like top tier. Yeah, I think I think it's yeah. up there. Yeah, it's just a little too ridiculous. Yeah, to me, to me, to me. Right, right. Also, uh, <laughs> uh, when with the gloves, you get Columbo's like shrug. <laughs> yeah, what's up, motherfucker? Like, what's ah, really funny. good? Uh, you know, from, only one uh, of those gotchas becomes a Phoenix Wright plot point. <laughs> Uh, Do you guys want questions? Sure Uh, A lot of questions about the bath Uh, From at Scarchomp You have to design a bathroom as unhinged as the one in this episode What kind of heat you bring in Okay, okay, okay Yeah, 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 yeah Okay I think this should all be shag (laughs) I mean, yeah, sure That's the punch up this, sure Not even I Shag want the s- walls too. <laughs> Sorry. I want the slipperiest linoleum God can make. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. I want I want the throne bathtub, mm-hmm. but when you go up the steps, it's not sunk into it. It is above those steps. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> yeah, sure. You need to put it up top there, and then that's where the tub is. And then for whatever reason, on one side of the staircase, that's where the toilet is. Also. Mm-hmm. Um and again, I cannot stress how slippery this linoleum is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what if it's just one big room that the door like seals shut and is watertight, and then there's just sort of like big faucets on the ceiling that just fill the whole room up? Uh, well, that's horrific. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's a Resident Evil puzzle. Yeah. Is what you just made uh-huh. <laughs> a saw trap? Like it's yeah. got one of those, like uh, uh, you know, like the doors of the tanker at MGS two with like the screw uh, doorknob. You know what I mean? You gotta you, unless you shoot the little um, uh, lights on the ceiling, you're never getting out of this room, right? I I was looking for it because I I feel like it's easier to make a cursed bathroom than it is anything else. Yeah. And, like, I think part of that is, you know, because of what you do there. Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also, I think, uh, just even, like, more so than, like, a kitchen. Yeah. It's just there are so many weird ways you can. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. What if uh-huh. the, the same same kind of uh, plan that I had in the first place. Okay. But for some reason, the room was 30 foot by 30 foot. <laughs> <laughs> what if... There is a, uh, like, knee-high stove across from the toilet. <laughs> so you can take your morning shit and make breakfast at the same time. Uh, I just want to uh, show you this one that I had to look up, which was a bathroom that is on stairs. Oh, what? Oh, look, yeah, no, sure is. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, that's uh- a lot. I'll take it over the bathtub in this episode, frankly. Why are there two toilets? I think the other one's Wait, a Wait, is that a sink? 
I think it's, it's a not bidet. a urinal. Bidet. Oh, a bidet. I see. Okay. I I, I looked up uh, cursed bathrooms, and one of the top uh, pictures was Food Boy. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> that makes sense. Incredible. Uh, you know, a classic, the Dark Souls bathroom Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That post about what if there was a silver knight guarding the bathroom. Right, right. Uh, from Atlay K. Hirsch, is there any, literally any upside to having a carpeted bathroom? Or is it entirely no! just an aesthetic thing that some 70s weirdos were really into that rightfully died off once people remembered rugs existed? Yeah, I mean, no. like, you're not going to slip on that shit. Sure. But again, rugs exist, and you can lift a rug up and wash it. I mean, yeah, but I, I don't think people were really thinking about it. I think they were all too high on cocaine. <laughs> Yeah, right. And, also, you know, they if, were putting carpets everywhere. Uh, carpets are easier to lie on if you want to fuck. That's yeah. true, too. Like, if you if you look at a lot of 70s, like, architecture design with the idea that people were just fucking all the time. Right, right, right. You uh, know, now that I think about it, that bathtub isn't very big. Like, you can't, I don't think you could fit a second person in there, so what's the point? It's big vertically, though. Yeah, but not so, you know, but like... For fucking. For doing the luxury bathroom, for fucking. That's true. That's a huge bathroom. Make room... She doesn't want right. to take a bath with him, though. Well, yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, yes. But in theory, this room could contain... Right. Space for fucking. That's all. Uh, yeah, like, once when, when someone pointed out to me that, like, conversation pits were basically just... <laughs> places made for fucking. <laughs> sure. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, from at actual robot, uh, can you still rent apartments? I thought they were all streaming now. All right, very good, good joke. <laughs> sure. Uh, and then from Im of Healy, assuming that you're cor- up, uh, police commissioner, what fictional cop would you send to investigate a murder that you committed and covered up? Oh, okay. Uh, I gotta pick a fictional hmm. cop. Dale Cooper. Who's, he never serves solves yeah. the murder you put him after. Who's, the, yeah, say, who's the worst cop in history? I would say Gumshoe. Oh, sure, from Ace Attorney. Yes. Yeah, but then the fucking defense attorney is going to figure it out during the trial. Yeah, he's going to do the investigation for him. Yeah, but like... Here's the thing. <laughs> they didn't ask what defense attorney I wanted. <laughs> sure. Sure, sure, sure. If you're plucking Gumshoe out of that context into the real world, then sure. Yes. And also, we must assume that there are times that Gumshoe does... You know, he's just, like, a a cop. He must do stuff that Phoenix is not involved with that then... (laughs) Yeah. He just completely fucks up. Right, right, right. Uh, I'll do it. I'll call Columbo. Yeah, you think you'll simply handle it? I'm brave enough. Damn. Yeah, I'll do it. You, you roll those dice, Molly? <laughs> I might lose, but it's worth the fun, you know? <laughs> you just want to be Columbo. I can make Columbo learn to play Magic the Gathering. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> He'll say that he Columbo doesn't play Magic. playing a game of Eidolon with me. <laughs> He'll say that he doesn't play it and then at the end reveal his deck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, you, you wouldn't reveal his deck. You'll be, like, being hauled off and you'll look... Uh, up at it, like you're in jail getting booked, and you look up at the TV, and it's like the the Magic uh, National Tournaments for the year, and Columbo walks out on stage to play. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> He's been I'm sandbagging like, you the entire time. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, that's it for questions. All right, Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, primarily Idol on Playtest, the award-winning actual play podcast, IGM. Uh, we're back into Idol on Ska and Disco, baby. Time to listen to this. Idol on Disco number 26 will be available for free. Uh, Idol on Ska 26 will be available on the Patreon. Yep. Come hang out with us. we got a great time. Everyone's trying to kill God. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, great, Ashley. You can find me at your Liberia underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, you can find me on various social media sites at your friend Melantha Y E R. Uh, you can find me at audioentropy.com, I need mayo.com, and the second best game.club. Um, uh, you know, we're playing Bioshock 2 this month on Journal. It's a video game. I've heard that about it. Yep. It's pretty much all I got to say so far. Yep. Uh, yeah, you can uh, go to audioentropy.com. Hit the donate button in the upper right-hand corner. Give us a little money for uh, hosting on the website. Appreciate if you could do that. Uh, it costs money to host websites, it turns out. So, yeah, that's annoying. If you could make it less annoying for us, we'd love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can also go leave us a review somewhere. Uh, you know, various various apps, various websites where they contain reviews. Uh, leave no. reviews somewhere. Tell your friends about it, our podcast. Watch this episode of Columbo specifically. Yeah, this one's really good. Mm-hmm. This is a good one. Uh, and we'll be back next week for uh, season four, app one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time. One more thing. Hmm? Do you want to? fuck around with some cops for me what do you want to like uh catch some dirty cops with me oh sure yeah all right come to my new apartment yes it looks I like it someone... yesterday yeah i bought it yesterday i know it looks like absolute <laughs> dog shit but that's on purpose <laughs> it's supposed to be your apartment <laughs> yeah <laughs> Of course the commissioner would think that that dude lives in that apartment. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. All right. <laughs> <laughs>